Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. I'm speaking today with Bill Mahana, who is Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Manager, and uh, we are speaking from Pioneer Headquarters here in near Johnston, Iowa. Our topic today is silage inoculant application best practices. Bill, why don't we talk... First, tell us about what some of the changes that we have lately, some of the changes we've seen in application uh, technology for inoculants. Well, we've come a long ways with application. When we first started out uh, doing this 30 years ago on more of a wide-scale basis, we were putting on a half a gallon of water with uh, with inoculants to a ton of silage, a a wet ton of silage, Um, and that's... It didn't take very long for the custom cutters and the larger operators to say, we don't want to be hauling a nurse tank behind a chopper in order to have water supply to be able to apply inoculant. Um, and so it, it, it slowly evolved over the years. We have got to the point where we were putting on a pint or 16 ounces um, per of, of carrier. And we want to think of the application as just being a carrier, a method to carry the bacteria onto the feed. Uh, when we used to just, say, spray over the top of a truck coming um, to dump silage or other applications like that, um, you needed the amount of water to distribute it. But today the application is preferred on the chopper, and then we can put the uh, inoculant right into the blower on the chopper. So that's really given us a lot of good distribution. So we've really reduced the volume of water tremendously. And recently, uh, last couple of years, we have uh, commercialized uh, several applicators, one called the Pioneer SLV, a real fancy name, super low volume. Anyways, what that really applies to is putting it at a chopper where we can have two bottles that, uh, you know, carry very little bits of water. And we put, uh, we put only 10 mLs of water on with the, with the bacteria to treat a ton. So if you think about it, that's a very small amount. People say, well, how can you possibly get good distribution of your product that way. Well, the fact that it's going in the chopper and mixing in the blower is really what gives you the great distribution. And so we've been able to move that forward, and the custom cutters and particularly larger operators like that. They don't have to carry any water to the field other than what's in the bottle. We have in the neighborhood of, of like, I think close to 4,000 of those out across the world, so it's really been a very popular applicator. And it's important to have good application because today the technologies that are being developed in the inoculant world are things to give good bunk life. And so it has to touch every bit of feed because if you don't touch every bit of feed, then that section that the inoculant didn't touch, um, you could have spoilage organisms growing on it. So good distribution. And then our recent uh, portfolio of the fiber technology products that we have, um, we're trying to change the digestibility of the NDF. So we need this material to touch every bit of fiber in that corn silage. And, And distribution... Everybody talks about application, but maybe the real word is how well is it distributed across the feed. And we've done a lot of neat work in that area. One thing we've done is actually um, take our organisms and kill them so that they won't multiply. And then label them with a uh, Texas red dye and then inoculate silage, or inoculate feed, blow it back onto the field and then randomly just pick up samples of it. And we can use a flow cytometer under, under uh, ultraviolet light and it causes the bacteria to fluoresce with a dye in them. So you can look at all the feed 
and say, we know these organisms didn't multiply, so they weren't developing colonies and growing outward. It's just, can we see that there's all these little flakes that are the bugs? Are they glowing on all this feed? And we've actually proven to ourselves, and we've actually presented papers at international silage conferences along that line. So distribution is what application is all about. Besides that, are there other ways that uh, application or distribution affects the uh, performance of it was neat because um, just in late July, we had a uh, first time ever that the International Silage Con- Conference was held in the United States. It's usually held every other year, and it's always been in somewhere in Europe or somewhere. It was held the first time ever uh, in conjunction with the U- U.S. Dairy Forage Research Center up in Madison. And Lehman Kung, who's a well-known silage researcher uh, from academia, gave a paper, and he, what he said is that probably the number one problem that he sees why people didn't have success with inoculants deals with the application side of it. And so really in order to, again, back to that good distribution, and as we develop technologies that try to control bunk life or try to improve digestibility, you can't just have it on half the, half the feed. You've got to get it distributed well, and, and, and this is where the low volume and where you apply it and how you apply it. Um, we've even got situations now where we can link our application into John Deere's Green Star system so that we can hook into their flow monitor on their chopper and apply exactly the right amount of inoculant to the feed going through that. So that, that's kind of a unique thing that we have with our SLB. Thank you very much, Bill Mahana, Pioneer Nutritional Sciences Manager. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.